first, last, best, worst. Uh, this is a songwriting podcast uh, where we interview artists and ask them to play uh, the first song they ever wrote, their latest song, and then what they consider their best song, and then what they consider their worst song. Uh, and we use that as just kind of a way to jump off into discussing you know, their artistic career and journey and also just the craft in general of songwriting and making art and all that stuff. Um, I am your host, Taylor Rogers. I'm Carl Banks. He's also a host. I am also a host. <laughs> also a host. We got uh, Paul Blackwell on uh, on the soundboard. Riding the faders back then. In the studio today, we have Phoenix. Fiend X. Fiend X. Yeah, like, like Malcolm X. <laughs> Just like Malcolm X. Yeah. P-H-E-N-E. X. X. Is there an apostrophe in there? No, there's the, the dash in between the fiend and the X is debatable. Yeah, you know, I mean, the best art is, you know, leaves room for interpretation. Is there a dash there? Is there not a dash there? You know? And uh, joining Phoenix, we have Jess Hudak. What's up? Who is a first, last, best, worst veteran? Yeah, and then right. <laughs> episode number four, yeah, uh, yeah. which is out now on on iTunes. Yes, and you SoundCloud. go get it right now, guys. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Listen to the lady. We tackle the big topics of the day, like cartwheels, and uh, oh yeah, it got really intense. It got really intense. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just glad you let me come back. Yeah. <laughs> well, we almost didn't. <laughs> to tell you the truth, we had a meeting. Yeah, we had a meeting. I broke a lot of shit last time. <laughs> So how you doing, Taylor? I am doing great, Carl. That's I'm good, doing man. Just I'm doing wonderful. Rolling along. Well, I have something that I want to talk about, and I talk about it. Oh God! We got our first notebook. listener mail, and last time I mentioned <laughs> <laughs> that you can get we a hold mail? of us at flbwpodcast at gmail.com. Why would anyone want to talk to us? Well, we had a listener chime in yeah. on something. Okay, so I want to read it. Okay, uh, first one is from uh, I'll just use their initials LV, and it says uh, we've listened uh, to two of your podcasts. We enjoy all of them a lot. However, exclamation point. This girl, and she's talking about episode number two with Megan Wright, uh, this girl's totally copping out. Her songs, uh, her songs are catchy, but she isn't going along with the theme. Uh, her last song was over a year old and said something about her. Her uh, worst song is a song that she closes her shows with. So I have two things that I want to say, and I'm, I'm interested to hear what you have to, okay. what your thoughts are on this. Um, first off, uh, I appreciate the input and if listeners, if you agree or disagree, feel free to chime in. Um, we probably won't read every single listener mail, but this is our first one, so I wanted to tackle this. The other thing I wanted to say is that the two points that they brought up, one, that her latest song uh, is over a year old. I'm assuming that the person that sent this is not a songwriter because that's a pretty normal thing. Sometimes you uh, write a bunch of songs. Sometimes your latest song might be a year old. Yeah. The second thing is the worst song she closed her shows out with. So their complaint maybe is that it's um, too catchy to be, say, the worst song. Yeah. Again, How dare you play that perfectly good song as your right. worst? And it was, it was a really good song because I remember yeah, it was, that wasn't yeah, that long ago. It was good. <laughs> but um, again, I'm assuming that this person is not a songwriter because uh, that's... 
very much makes can make a song your worst song, even though it might be catchy and people might like it. That might that makes it even kind of worse because what we're getting at in this podcast is songs that you know you write and then eventually they you view them as your worst. So uh, if she it's a song maybe she's not feeling and then she has to sing it every night and people sing along, it just kind of compounds. Yeah, and that's the your idea. worst song, right? Yeah, yeah. It's and all also, subjective. Yeah, these are just prompts. We we make it very clear that this is your interpretation of however you want to take first, last, best, worst. So um, I just yeah. wanted to bring that up. What do you think about it? I think that everything you said was perfectly valid, and I am 100% in agreement. Okay. Thanks for clearing things up for everyone <laughs> out there. Carl. Can I, can I take work. a second to pander to your listener? Sure. Yes, please. Hi. Hi, LV. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Uh, Hi. Yeah. Um, my last song, <laughs> I don't want to brag, <laughs> but my last song was written maybe a month ago, maybe uh, a month and a half ago. Yeah. So just want to say that. <laughs> also, great penmanship on that email. <laughs> it was so good. The, the reason well, I have yeah. it written down is because we had to turn our phones and iPads off. So I couldn't read it directly from the iPad. <laughs> so I, but I yeah. completely omitted a, a major portion of it. So I'm seeing the error of my ways now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to have to rethink this mailbag section. Podcast. We're going to have to streamline this a little bit. Uh, but we'll work it out. This is only the uh, sixth episode. Episode so, number six. But that's uh, kind of cool that we're at number six, too. Yeah, it is. I'm happy. Yeah. Well, no one thought that we'd make it this far. <laughs> Everyone's been doubting us the entire way. we got a lot of haters. A lot of haters. A lot of haters out there. Our only comments on the SoundCloud page are uh, just those, like, bot girl comments <laughs> that are just like, like porn bots yeah it's like would you like a thousand likes and it's just like a girl's butt or something I'm like oh, oh yeah you yeah. ready to go 10 gold who ready to go 10 gold <laughs> not, not like i've I watched mean, we are um, just we're not things, gonna <laughs> i do know that that's what they call this what they call it 10 gold yeah like if you want them to do something extra gross Okay. Or good, depending that. on how you look at it. Um, yeah. Then if you want to go 10 gold, that's when she's really going to like yeah. like fist herself or something. Okay. So then you like put like $10 in oh, and then she's I like, see. here we go. And she like punches herself oh, in the okay. pussy. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, folks, four if minutes you... into the podcast and we've already tackled fisting. I did and, not uh, know that. Yeah, well, that was, I, I want to just get the elephant out of the room, in the room out of the way up top, you know, so that thanks for addressing that. that <laughs> I'm just saying, you if you want uh, Carl to go ten gold, <laughs> just post on our SoundCloud. <laughs> I got a fist. And I'm ready. <laughs> so I feel like there's no better segue to get into. The- <laughs> But seriously, I'm excited to hear. Uh, so we have Phoenix in the studio, and uh, we're going to have you play the first song that you ever wrote. Can you uh, maybe just briefly set this up? We'll have you play, and then we'll get into a little bit of your your, your history. Um, Man, Ooh, boy, I started writing songs when I was like 15 or so. Like I got into music, oddly, because of Hanson. Like <laughs> Hanson yeah. was my shit, yeah. like... I heard Hanson and I was like, oh my God, Ace of Base has a new record. And then <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it was just these three little bros. And I was like, I'm going to be the fourth Hanson brother. So I parted my hair down. I got, I got my hair relaxed. Uh-huh. I was so cool. I was like the newest black girl at school with straight hair. And then I parted in the middle. I was like, yes, I'm ready. I'm the fourth one. And I started writing songs. I figured out kids can do it too. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I was so, I was like such a lonely little kid. 
<laughs> no, I was incredibly lonely. My last of six kids. Yeah. So all of the songs I've ever written were just like about longing and like desperation for love. <laughs> <laughs> so basically a lot of my songs had like really like sad, like I just please love me. <laughs> it's like I was like, I never had a boyfriend until I was like, like really late in high school and all the girls were like, what? My boyfriend's giving me trouble again. So I would write songs when I went home, and they were always, like, really sad. But then I got a boyfriend one time, and then I um, started writing songs about, like, how angry I was in the relationship, and I felt really proud of myself that I was growing as a writer. So yeah. there's, <laughs> there's a song I wrote called Gut You. Gut You. Gut You. <laughs> Got cool. you. You know, listen, I shopped at Hot Topic. Yeah. I was full of angst. You know what I mean? I grew up in the Bronx. I was like the girl that they used to call me white boy because I like I liked like skating and like listen to Nirvana that made me a white boy. So so I wrote this song and it was like I started like playing guitar and stuff, but I don't remember how that goes. So I'll just do that. A cappella. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so bad please forgive my lyrics i was only but a child you got me in the palm of your hand doing anything you need me to break me down but don't confuse because i'm still confident she cuts you deeper just to prove herself to me Tell me when this competition ends I'm not playing but she thinks I am It's such a shame that bitch is weak She'll have to gut you to compete with me and that was- hey. uh, there you go. It's great. What I'd love is that you're bringing uh, years of experience into that song. So it like, it sounds great. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, I didn't really have a lot of dating experience mm-hmm. when I was writing a lot of these songs. And I was really, I really got a lot of that idea from Michael Jackson where like he's like eight years old and he can still sing with the same passion. Mm-hmm. It was about shit. He has no idea what the <laughs> yeah. fucking song is about. But, you know, he can, and I would just like take those things and apply them to whatever. I was always dreaming about like someday I was going to have this same kind of romance with Tom Hanks and everything <laughs> was going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like, would write these songs. But, you know, like when I finally got into, you know, like dating and stuff, I was like, oh shit, I can, I can really pull from somewhere, you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I dated some like shithead kid and like, <laughs> No, this was just some dude that I like started going out with that like he was like this rich kid from Virginia and like his parents like literally lived in two different houses on the same like acreage. Whoa. Like, Whoa. like his mother was in the little house and house. No, he showed me a, like a picture of their land. It was like house number one and house number two, which was like the big house. Were they divorced? No, they were still married, but his dad was a dick. So <laughs> he like made the mom live in this like tiny little version of their mansion. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and he was like a gutter punk so they like gave him money to like to just, not live in uh, virginia like they didn't even uh, want him in the same state they were just like you go so he was like yeah i'm gonna take the money and i'm gonna use it to start a porn site yeah <laughs> so he started this porn site called graveyardsluts.com 
and yeah. and like asked me to shoot it. Like I was the like you were the camera filmer. person. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, that opens up a whole bunch of doors. We gotta go <laughs> yeah. I've, I'm like Forrest Gump. Like I'm like the dude from Big Fish. Like I've lived so many different lives in like one. So can already. you date this? Could you date uh, like what time period was this that you started shooting porn? Oh, I was like 20 or okay. so, maybe 19 or 20. Okay. And um, and I, I had to stop because what happened was <laughs> it was like it was like gutter porn. It was like punk goth porn, but not like cute. Like like uh, th- the those, truth is that I don't un- I don't know what gutter porn even looks like. But uh, you should be I, very proud of that. <laughs> Because it's some hardcore shit. Mm-hmm. It gets real gross really quickly. And it's all about like what real gutter punks fucking like. They just want to cut each other and fucking drink oh. each other's heroin blood. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like well, like this was, this is what this kid's like website was all about because well. they were like, you know, the, what are those suicide girls? It was like, that was yeah. just too neat. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that was just too clean. We want to show what the real friggin' like punks want to see. Oh. And, yeah. and, I had to get under a like doggy style scene, mm-hmm. but it was like he, you know, she was mouthing him. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was you mouthing can't see him. the hand motions here, but and he a lot would of make girls eat like a lot of cookies and milk in like before like blowjob scenes, and I was under it. What? Oh man, did you have at least like some sort of glass? No, thing? no, like, I well, didn't you know, know like, this the was going to happen. I had you know? no idea this was going to happen. This was like my second or third time working with him on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I had he was like, "Okay, so just get under there. Just get under there and shoot it, okay? I got you." And I'm like, "But where are you going to be?" <laughs> So I'm like shooting it and the dude like rams the chick in the throat and she just pukes cookies and milk everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. And that was the, my last day working yeah. in porn. Yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, per- perfect. And so I wrote that song yeah. about that guy. So that, <laughs> that's got you? Got you guy? Got you, the got you guy. Yeah. Like, got me puked on and then I never shot porn again. Yeah. Yeah. Lesson learned. Like a horrible day on the job. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned, yeah. Yeah, I guess there's not really like a union for uh, porn photographers. Mm. There, there, I think there is. There's just like all in LA. Everybody's, everyone else that's not in LA is just going rogue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> rogue porn shooting. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. So that's, uh, so that's, that's the very first, uh, composition that you wrote. That was full, like a full, full length, length song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you learned to play the drums by shadowing Zach Hansen. Yeah. Yeah, like I would just watch all my Hanson videos and I would like play along to everything and then I would like go to the arcade and go into like the drum simulator. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 they had um like Machine Head by Bush and yeah. I would just, yeah. <laughs> and I would just I would just go in there and rage on that. Yeah. And <laughs> and everybody always gave me shit because they're always just like oh. and then and really like in my community I was just like known as like the like the white kid. Okay. Yeah. You know, it was just weird. It was like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> she doesn't know rap. And I'm like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> my bad. But you know, like I started writing a lot and I was so ashamed of like showing people like stuff that I would write because I didn't know if my, at first I was really confident until I started like, like I met Jess and I started like hearing 
what she was writing. And she had like, she would be like, I'd go over to her apartment. She'd be like, oh, well, I'm just going to make some coffee and then write a song. I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? It takes me like three months to finish the first verse. And she's like, oh, done. I'm like, but you didn't even make the coffee. <laughs> you didn't even make the coffee. You just made, how'd you do that? So that actually like got me really more confident in like writing more. And I had like a big chunk of time. I was like touring. I did like touring with Rihanna and I, and I stopped writing because I had like writers mm-hmm. for me. I, um, her management had signed me to like a development deal and I, was like working with her music director and they were like putting together a record for me, but it was all very like Avril Lavigne-esque, mm-hmm. like pop rock. And that just wasn't, really wasn't my thing, but I couldn't articulate it. Right. Yeah. I just didn't know what my thing was. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, did all these songs and like Shelly Pike had like written a bunch of songs and she had done like a lot of like Christina Aguilera shit. And I was like, oh man, this is super cool, but these songs are just not. Yeah. So I stopped writing completely. I like lost hope. <laughs> yeah. In like my writing skills. And then like years later, I, you know, was like, I had a kid and I was just like, wait a second, I have nothing to do except for sit here on my potato ass. <laughs> like I just looked like a big potato and I would just like write and I just started writing a ton of fucking shit. Well, let's hear it. Can we hear your latest song? The last one? Yeah. 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 What's the title of this one? This one is called uh, Black Wine. In the middle of the night, you fold in my own cause I can read between the lines. You picked up more than you could handle in the song, right? Cause I am like wine, better with time. Pull me out, you gotta taste it. Cause you know.
Wow. Hell yeah. Yeah. So you guys collaborate a lot together, mm-hmm. don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we yeah, produce yeah. all the all the tracks and stuff together. Yeah. yeah. And uh, write them all. We do all the jams together. So yeah. how does it work? Um, do you come up with the idea for the song? Uh, I lock her in a room. Basically, she comes over and I lock her in a room and turn the keyboard on. No, like for real. Uh, she puts me in her like home studio. She <laughs> she <laughs> drops the sound barrier curtain. She freaking closes the door so and just, goes you and have does shit. The beat for this song. Whenever you first um, started, I think this one. It? You what happens is um, Fiend will come up with a little piano part but i'm you know a pianist so as soon as basically as soon as you like hit a wall chord wise you go can you come in and um just <laughs> yeah and you're the and chord then, fairy yeah she's the chord fairy yes yeah, so i go yeah. is this how it sounds in your head or is this how it sounds in your head? <laughs> so we just basically do like sign language until yeah. she can figure it out because i never like I, I had like piano lessons and then my parents wanted to send me to music school but i just wanted to know it i didn't want to learn it mm-hmm. i wanted to know it automatically and i right. i i'm just like a like I do everything by ear, so I need to like see it and do it in that moment. Yeah. So I, great, I really just will sit. Things. Yeah, I'll just sit at the keyboard and I'll just like figure out <laughs> what feeling I have, and I I'll like do like a whole picture in my mind. I usually like set up a music video in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before I start writing a song, okay, and then so that's how kind of I can lay it out. Yeah. And then I'll lay down a beat for it, and then some weird tribal vocal things. And then you start to manipulate words to fit into the mm-hmm. to the vocals. Yeah, a lot of times I have the ideas sorted as I experience it. Like as I experience the whatever the song is about, uh-huh. as I'm in that moment, I'll be like, hold that thought in this argument. Let me write down that lyric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's really interesting that you have the 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 vision of music video or like mm-hmm. visual thing that you have going on influences the sound of it. Completely. Everything really, I do is, really is solely cool. visual. Like ever, you can you can almost see what I'm singing as I'm I'm singing it, and that was my main goal was to make music that people feel like involved in. Yeah, like they're really experiencing it. It's like th- music in 3D almost. So, uh, so what's influencing you now? Is it still a lot of uh, Zach Hansen kind of? <laughs> uh, um, no, you know what it is. A, a lot of things that influence me now are just artists. Um, I never really, I like people always say, you don't listen to music. That's the greatest thing. I just don't. There's nothing that pulls at me that I need to listen to it at, mm-hmm. in any point. If I hear something and it draws me, I'm like, great, I found something new. But for the most part, older music um, draws me the most. And I just figure out how to evolve from that era. Because gotcha. I feel like there was like a bridge in the gap between <laughs> like really great, like thought provoking music and then, you know, Where what we have now. Yeah. yeah. So you mean visual art uh, influences you? Yeah. Super, 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 super wow, awesome. Like really trippy shit. Yeah. Like that'll, like I'll watch like Holy Mountain or like Santa Sangre or something and like come up with some really trippy, weird, disturbing <laughs> visual in my head and I sort of try and make sound out of that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my music is really simple with just like a beat and like synth bass. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I just like to have that sort of vibe going. Like I loved Drive. That was one of my yeah. favorite movies. Yeah. And um, I just really like to set a mood and, and like it to be, I love, I always grew up like listening to rock and I just liked the mood of it. Yeah. I just yeah. liked just being like 
just skulking around and just being really like grumpy about shit. And yeah. then I think there was a period in music where, like, say when MTV was at its peak, where they were, the two were so combined, visual and music, where I think, you know, prior to that, it was more auditory. And now it's sort of split. You still have music videos, of course, on the Internet and stuff, but people are experiencing music in different ways. But. Yeah, I feel like it, it, people now have lost the complete and <laughs> the complete like concept of what really it is to be a musician and to have these visuals. Now they're just like, let's see if we can get endorsements and throw everything together and make it look really good and get your new lip gloss in it. Yeah. But it's like I really want to push that idea of like this visual is is so like central to the like point of the song and it's making you feel something it makes you feel is it inspires you i just want people to like hear shit and say damn like i didn't i didn't think i was gonna hear that and now yeah. i'm gonna go home and do something yeah. with my life well that's yeah that's awesome well speaking of hear shit can we hear your best song <laughs> yes you can so. no you're gonna do all the segues for this podcast carl uh, do you have a title for this song? Yeah, this song's called Holy Water. Holy Water. Um, my record that I'm working on now is called Ashes to Ashes. Um, that's Ashes to Ashes by Phoenix. That's me. You can find me on Instagram, so look. But the whole idea of the song was like everything has like a lot of like religious imagery in mm-hmm. it. A lot of... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of you know like candles burning and like you know fucking people getting staked and shit so <laughs> <laughs> so just like it makes you feel good yeah it makes me good. feel good feel like good that music. have you ever heard of a band called ghost yeah 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 love ghost because i just love how like the, the like the imagery is just so embedded in the music mm-hmm. like the theater yeah the theater the, and it's yeah. just amazing so um i wrote this song called holy water and it's you know just basically about somebody being you know Purifying to yourself. One hit, here it goes. Yeah. Let's hear
super awesome like six squeak yeah yeah you got that real well you just actually you you just mentioned uh earlier that you quit smoking two days ago (laughs) yeah are you afraid that you're gonna lose that like sexy smoke uh, you know, I had like, a conversation about this yeah. the other day, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna lose my smoke, man! Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna lose my toughness, and my cool, my edge. Like, if I, if if like a month goes by and I start sounding like, if I fucking yeah. like start sounding too like super clear and awesome, I'm gonna have to just like pick up crack pick or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, I, I just naturally have that kind of thing that's just how i sing yeah it's mainly about i like i have a cold now yeah <laughs> so like i can feel a, a, a snot bubble right now yeah. in my nose luckily it sounds adorable yeah so that's been pretty sweet well you guys sound great together i was gonna say that you, you sound uh Maybe. like your sisters or something just like <laughs> yeah. because yeah. we've been so singing well together. together for so many years how many years yeah. has this uh part of it uh, about 10 years 10 years we've oh been wow working. Awesome. yeah great how did you guys meet by the way <laughs> no um a buddy of ours we had a mutual buddy who was like doing um 
uh, this band called Mr. North. Hi, guys. How are you? Not that you're listening. But, um, yeah, they they basically um, were doing their, like, album release thing. And it was, like, like this, like, larger-than-life thing. Orchestra. There was, like, a 42-piece orchestra. Four backup singers. Four backup singers. It was, like, a whole fucking thing. And <laughs> I went to the lead singer's show because of Hanson. I went to a Hanson show, heard about their band, went to see the lead singer sing solo. Wait, they opened for Hanson? Yes. Really? They did. And they were like, this is ridiculous until they got there and saw that Hanson was lit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, um, yeah, he was like, he heard me singing along um, while he was playing and he was just like, wait, you have to sing (laughs) my band next week. So I went and Uh I was like, well, you know, I guess I'll have some free time to do that thing. There's so much I have to do. And I met Jess at the rehearsal. Okay. And and the second I met her, instantly I was just like, I need to be her friend. <laughs> she had his little tiny dog, Scrappy. Oh, Scrappy! <laughs> and Scrappy. the first thing I ever heard her say, it was just her in the corner talking to her dog. Uh-huh. And she was like, it must be so hard being a poop face. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so I said, sometimes I call her poo-poo doo-doo. Yes. <laughs> and then poo-poo doo-doo became a very you know loving oh. pet name amongst all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like so the second she said, sometimes I call her poo-poo doo-doo. Too. That I was just like, oh my god, I am in love. Were you Jess? Were you singing it, or were you playing keys? Uh, I was singing actually. Okay. The guitarist and I arranged all the backing vocals, and I remember um, the lead singer Colin calling us when we had we were like had a day to, and he was like, you got to try out this girl. I found this girl. She's gonna be great, and all this stuff. She's got to come have her come over and audition and all this stuff. And we were like, um. We we don't know what we're gonna make her sing. Can we arrange it first? <laughs> and then and then in, in retrospect, I can't believe that it was I could we could have met that day. It could have been ten years in one day. <laughs> so do you guys yeah. both feel like uh, you have a knack for for harmonies? Like you both do a oh, lot of both natural harmonizers. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was that was something that like drew us together immediately from the beginning. Like we would like hang out and like go back to her place, and then like she would just. Say, play and we would sing along the first thing we did was like walking with a ghost like Tegan and Sarah and we just always would just like we just gelled immediately like music like soulmates and then like she just gets what I want to do musically she just Mm -hmm. hears where it's going to go she can anticipate like what I'm going to do or or what I would say and that's like the greatest thing that's helped me a lot like as a solo artist it's helped me to sort of like figure out how I'm going to do it and have the confidence to do right. a lot of things. A lot of times people don't have that. Well, let's talk about your solo artist uh, stuff. Yeah. You have your album out. Is it an album or is it EP? It's not an album yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, um, I've just been doing a lot of gigging and just trying out the okay. songs on people. I have the songs together, but I'm one of those people that's never really satisfied. I'm always restless and I always want to add a new song. Yeah. Take something away. <laughs> but I said to her yesterday, you know what? I think I'm ready to just like call it a day on uh-huh. this record and get it out there right and so now um i have some songs out on my soundcloud mm-hmm. um and is this song available anywhere uh the, the um, holy water no but it will be shortly i'm going to be shooting um like an epk that i'm actually just going to use for content on all gotcha. my <laughs> yeah, things yeah. and holy water will be released oh, at that bad. point so what? Uh, so why does this song? Why did you choose this one as your best? What, what um, about it? Because uh, it's a fantastic song. Um, this is just the one that people, no matter what genre of music they you know are 
devout. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, no matter what they are stuck against, they always feel at home in in like hearing that. And they always say, "Man, like that's a really good song." I've had pe- I've had people from like super thugged out dudes to like metalheads yeah, to yeah. dads and moms. Like right. people be like, "Oh my god, that is so good." <laughs> I've had people who hate me tell me that they freaking like love that song. So that's yeah. cool. It's wow. like the one that people go, "Wait." You wrote that? Yeah. 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 People always say, oh my God, you wrote that song? Yeah, I fucking wrote it with my own pen. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. But you played, uh, I went and saw you, I, it was the last time we recorded, uh, you mm-hmm. played at Rockwood Music Hall. Yeah. And you're playing there again, right? On mm-hmm. New Year's I'm Eve? playing there on New Year's Eve, hey. uh, Rockwood Stage One. Stage One. <laughs> at and you're kind of ringing in the new year there, right? I'm ringing the new you're year. playing I'm, the 11 to midnight yeah, slot. 11 to midnight slot. That should be super fun. Dude, so that's so cool. Listeners, go to there. They get like just if you think about it, they get one person to give that slot to to ring in the new year per year, and it's like it's, it's me. You, you got it. Hey, thank you, Rockwood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a place that I've always wanted to like play as a solo artist, and mm-hmm. I finally was able to like get my stuff done and get like get my shit together to yeah, like, yeah. go out and do it. So are you going to be so. playing as a solo artist? Or oh, gonna, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. I'm going to get out. Jess will be with me. Just the beginning. My guitarist, Emmett. What's up, Chops? How you doing? Feed those kids. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they'll they be playing with me and possibly some new instrumentation. I don't know. We're going to figure out something. I always like to go bigger and better than before. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I just want to freak it. So next year <laughs> so, this time, full pyrotechnics. Dude, next year this <laughs> oh, time, yeah. I'm going to be like, everybody have a seat. Beyonce thank you that's adorable you can yeah. open next time yeah I'm next year yeah Rihanna, rihanna's gonna be your backup singer <laughs> that would be great yeah. i love to do, do that hey robin can you do a duet with me thank you i love you <laughs> well i was just curious about that how uh what what is touring with rihanna like i mean is it big production like that oh it's a freaking enormous production and this and i toured with her back before she really fully was you know, realizing herself, like she, I feel like, and that's just me being super like big sister watching, like uh-huh. you you did really good. I would always be the one that was like, well, this part was really good. Right. And when you hit that note, that was the thing. And everybody's like, yeah, you look dope. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no. But you're, yeah, you're not an outsider. You're in no, it. No, they didn't yeah. put enough like, you know, this on your vocal. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like she just, it's, it's a good, great, huge production. And even then, this was before, like, she got to this, like, enormous level that she is now. This is, wow. like, right at the pinnacle of her, like, getting huge. Mm-hmm. So um, it was just huge. It was, like, a lot of shows. One time I was gone from New York from New York for, like, a year straight. Oh, wow. Like, no shows, no visits. That's, um, that's rad. <laughs> yeah, man. Touring touring is like a, a great thing. I learned a lot of stuff like touring with Rihanna. I learned a lot about the music business. I learned a lot about how you put together your project, how to like really focus in on your vision mm-hmm. and and make that your thing. Because that's the one thing that sets, you know, icons aside from, you know, just a singer. Yeah. yeah, like a recording artist, a person who did a song at time. Like a complete unified aesthetic. Yeah. That's- Having a vision is the one thing that makes you know beyonce and rihanna who they are and, and gaga and madonna yeah. but then you get people who are just like oh yeah that girl had a song one time that's cool yeah so I mean, you, once you can have, yeah. uh, attach like good music to a vision and a plan and like what you really see your project being and meaning mm-hmm. then yeah you can really do a lot of stuff yeah because those the, the the really big ones you know it's not just about you're you know you're totally right it's not just about like the actual material itself but also just you know, they've got a specific flavor, 
you know, and like a, a very specific image. Yeah. And, uh, you know, pop stars also are, it's almost as much about playing with, uh, you know, symbols and, you know, in this way that's, you know, in, in like the larger cultural context. Everything's I think. calculated. Yeah. Everything is very well cal- calculated. And that's just how it has to be. When Even if you're selling Coca-Cola, it has to be very well calculated. And that's the difference between, you know, pop music and, and other forms of music. Yeah. And my goal is to sort of like merge the two and be that kind of artist that can, you know, transcend that mm. sort of like level. Yeah. Because I don't really care about selling like lipsticks and jeans, yeah. but I do want my my music to be heard around the world yeah. I want it to be on the radio but I also want to have pe- like a following that just respects me right yeah and that's hard to do when you're paneling like you know shoelaces <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh if any shoelace company wants to sponsor yeah, our absolutely. podcast will, feel free to get yeah, a hold of we us we will hawk <laughs> anything we have hi no... yeah vocalese hi are you out there hi vocalese yeah i just use vocalese just now on my throat <laughs> all the to time. sing on the things and you know what you know why i squeaked because i didn't i didn't spray before that song Enough. yeah you should, every, yeah. before so, every song vocalese if you're listening I would like another case of the stuff that you sent uh, me yeah. last time. Gravesluts.com. Graveyard sluts. Graveyardsluts.com. It's a dead link now. We've already, probably... Well, we've already given them enough fucking airtime. Right, yeah. They should send us some money. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Uh, let's uh, let's head fun. on into the last last. Yeah. Se- the worst song on my record. Okay. On your current record coming out? Yeah. This song drives me a little bit nuts. And it's called Burning Up? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Kill the sickness in my bones, yeah. Get it out, give it out, yeah. I can feel it in my blood
Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, terrible. It was, it was, it was the worst. Awful. Yeah, yeah, I hated it. <laughs> garbage. No, this, it's one of those things when you're hypo, hypercritical about, right. you know, your shit. You're like, this is the worst thing ever. Yeah, now yeah. play friggin' like <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah. Well, what uh, can so, you yeah. specifically say why you think it would be your worst? When it comes to like production and getting that song together, it's one of the songs that I'm just battling with. You know, like what my beat is gonna mm-hmm. be. And yeah. for me, the beat is just the most important thing. I love. I just want people to fuck when they hear my music. <laughs> yeah. Like I just want people to like be like, "Oh man, this beat just gets my pelvis going," and yeah. and that song is one that is just it has no home yeah. rhythm wise. And a pelvis, yeah, yeah, it has no. Like if you go on my SoundCloud, you could hear it. Um, and if you go to my Instagram, you just click on the link right there in my bio, and you can and hear her worst it'll song. It'll lead to my website, and then you can hear my worst song. And you, and maybe you know, you may not be as hypercritical as I am. You might be like, "Oh my god, that's like that's amazing. amazing!" But for me, you know, I just want more so, know, depth to it. Yeah. So it's your worst song because you don't think that people can fuck good enough to it, right? Yeah. Yes. That makes. Yeah. I just feel like there's not enough, uh, not enough like like fuck, like room, fuck energy. You know? Yeah, there's yeah, no, yeah. it's no fuck offery in it either. Yeah. There's nothing that makes me say like this is fucking badass. It's it's been great having you guys here today. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm happy to be here. What I'm loving the most is this dude that's just like Pounding baking his IKEA cabinet. Me. Yeah, I know, it's good. It's, no, but it's okay because like like what are we gonna just like go up there and be like cut it out? I'm doing my podcast. Oh, excuse me, One twenty BPM. Get with it, <laughs> right, exactly. guys, listeners. This is just what happens when you're a, a creative person and you, you want to get your shit done regardless of your environment. Just do what you want to fucking do, and exactly. it doesn't matter if you're fucking naked is jerking off too loud or what <laughs> or if your mom tells you you're nothing and you should just die you should just fucking like kill her fucking boot and go and do whatever the fuck you want to do, do and be awesome at it well i i totally I, agree with that sentiment. absolutely i think that's a good note to end on yeah and this is what that's what this whole podcast is based on just fucking yeah. doing it so thank you very much yeah absolutely Phoenix. thanks thank a lot you. thank you for having can we plug me the rest of your social media just one more time yeah, so you, yeah. SoundCloud. you guys can you know what you guys just go to oh, my instagram it's i am phoenix and that is i a m you have to spell that part out we're just, fucking lost no you never you'd be surprised yeah, okay true i a m p h e n e x that's me that's so me. just do like at 
whatever I just failed, rewind and then figure out what I did. And then go on there, click on that link in my bio and listen to the music, check out some videos that are on my feed and follow me and stay along and, and see what ha- what happens on this crazy ride that I'm on. Can be blowing up uh, New Year's Eve. Rockwood yeah, Music New Year's Stage Eve, one. Rockwood Music Hall. Come check me out. City. 11 p.m. Don't act like you have a party to go to. They all cost money. This is yeah, this, this is going to be fucking free. And then we're going to go to Max Fish after. <laughs> and we're going to fucking blow that baby to the ground <laughs> with all the fucking wastedness that we're going to fucking put out there. So, well, yeah, everybody, thank it. you for listening. And <laughs> thank you for having for me. Yeah, thanks of course. For thanks for yeah. and sing along. Peace P-Main and love. in the house. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.